Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the SaltCast. I'm the host, Alex. I'm here with Sebastian and Bert. Hello. Um, this is our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episode. This is the Turtle Takeover ep. Uh, we just episode saw... Episode 2. Yeah. This is we did it. Episode 2. We saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Um, pretty good. Yeah. Say. I think everybody really liked it. I definitely liked it more than I was expecting to. But we have more to talk about than just Mutant Mayhem. We got the two Bay movies, we got the original trilogy, and we have the 2007 TMNT movie. So we're going to go through all of them, see what everyone thought. Uh, We're going to go kind of like briefly over the not Mutant Mayhem ones, because Mutant Mayhem will be the focus of the episode. But yeah, we're going to go over just a couple things we liked or didn't like about all of them. And then work our way up our lists of which ones are favorites, which ones we didn't like, things like that. And we'll give a ranking, too, of all seven of them, so. Yep. Um, but I guess first we can kind of just talk about uh, anything really turtle-related, because this is a whole turtle episode. Kind of like our experiences with the turtles. Like, I Well, know I think... For... Sorry, go. I know for me think like the most um the turtle like iteration that i know the best is like from the cartoon show in like the early 2000s i don't know if you guys remember that one yeah um, i'm the one that told you to watch it i i seen it way before Nickelodeon. that yeah i remember the one on nickelodeon i never watched it as a kid because i was it was a little like after when i was i watched that, that one in college and it's good. It's not my favorite one, but it's probably my second favorite of the TV shows. Yeah. I haven't seen enough of them to have an opinion on the TV shows. At this, least not yet. This, uh, this movie came out like at the perfect time, cause, well, at least for us. Because we were just recently playing... Uh, what's the name of the Shredder's game Revenge. We yeah, Shredder's Revenge. So all three of us, or all three of us have been playing that together, so... We're kind of on a turtle binge right now. So So I think we'll just get into it. The first thing, important question for everyone. Who's your favorite turtle? Mine's hmm. always been Raph. I've always I liked Raph. What about you? Is there a reason? <laughs> oh. For either of you? <laughs> I don't know. I've al- I just always liked Raph as a kid. I don't know really why. I like Donnie's bow staff. I think it's cool. Yeah, he's got a nice weapon, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, for me, I don't. It, my, I think my favorite is Leo. But in in recent years, the last maybe two or three years, I've really started to like Mikey a lot more, and he's like working his way up there. For now, it's still Leo, but I think I have a chance of it becoming Mikey in the future. I think I'll always be Raph. I've always liked Raph the best. Now, Mikey has always been my second favorite. My second favorite used to be Donatello, so now my second favorite's Mikey, though. Donnie's always been my least favorite. Um, so, do you guys want to give like any that... initial thoughts of the movie? Like, what, like anything for that? Well, I think we should save the main attraction being Mutant Mayhem for the for the end. I think we should work our or 
instead, actually, let's just work our way through our list from bottom to top, and we'll just see where we hit Mutant Mayhem. Uh, so you want to start with the ranking list? Yeah, so it's seven movies, right? So yeah. we'll just go, what's everyone's number seven? We'll go around, what's what's the worst one to you? I think each person should give their list first, and then we'll talk about each person's list and then move on to the next person. All right, then go. Um, so I'm going to start from the bottom. The At number seven, I have the first uh, Michael Bay film. I think that I was I also the have that as seven. We'll just save your list. Uh, right. Number six, I have uh, TMNT 3 from the original trilogy. I don't really think that one's that great. Uh, of the original trilogy, it, it goes like off the rails the most. There's the crazy time travel plot and everything, and... I just don't really like that one. Uh, number five, I have Out of the Shadows. That's the second Bay film. I think it's just a little bit better than those other two. Um, I think it does a lot better job of like actually showing you the turtles compared to the first Bay film, which is like nine. Like it's almost a fifty-fifty split between the turtles and April. April's like super big in that first one. The second one focuses way more on the turtles, and I like that. Number four, I've got um, TMNT from 2007. That's the animated movie. That was kind of like right in the middle of like um, my generation of like the Turtles. It was like right after the TV show had just ended and then went right into that movie. That one, I rewatched it recently and it's not as good as I remember it. It's really short for one. And like the whole storyline is really confusing at times. There's like a bunch of characters involved. And none of them really get any major screen time, so you kind of just don't know what the point of them all are. And then it just ends. Uh, number three, I have Secret of the Ooze. That's the second one from the original trilogy. And then number two, I've got the OG movie from the 90s. I think it came out in 90 or 91. Um, I think that one does probably the best job. Maybe... Secret of the Ooze might be a little bit better in like the personalities of the turtles, but I think that original movie kind of hit like every note that you wanted to hit. And I think that the story is the like the cleanest; it's the easiest to follow, and it makes the most sense like throughout the whole thing. And then that leaves number one for Mutant Mayhem. I think it's head and shoulders above the rest. It's like my it's my favorite turtle movie ever, and I think it does everything that you want the turtles to do. Like. All the characters are exactly the way that you would think of them. They all have their distinct personalities and everything. So I really like that movie. It's the most complete as far as like the storyline. There's a clear middle or a clear beginning, a clear middle, and a clear end, and I loved that. So that's my list. Well, I agree with the first half of it, and then I kind of go off. But for me... um. I agree that the worst one was the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the the first one of the two. Mostly just because, yeah, like you said, it was a ton of April and Shredder was like just really freaking boring to me. Like, I don't know. he, He just didn't seem... Like, none of the actual Foot Clan in general actually seemed like ninjas. They were all just like soldiers with guns. Shredder was some freaking giant 
behemoth monster throwing knives. Like, he's more like a transformer than magnet. a fucking ninja. Yeah, not only that though, but like the whole, the entirety of the foot, like they were just using guns. Yeah, they they were not a good ninja clan if that was the goal. They weren't a clan at all. It didn't seem like, and then, uh, you know, like, I mean, the main problem though, yeah, April was the majority of the story, and then, like I said, the Foot Clan. Um, as far as things I liked about it, there was a scene with uh with like when Shredder came after them after April had told people about them. And Splinter was fighting against Shredder and he like locked the turtles out of the room so he could like protect them. I did really like that part. That was cool. But like, yeah, the the moments I liked in the movie were very, very small moments like that. And maybe the elevator scene where they started like hitting their weapons together to make music. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool break in tension. Yeah. But like other than that, the movie was mostly K- mostly uh not Casey April Vern <laughs> that was yeah. it really um for me same as you the next one up 6 is Ninja Turtles 3 the third one of the trilogy and actually I have an opinion about this is of the entire trilogy I think the third one actually has this is where i disagree with you as well i think the third one has the best as far as the personalities of the turtles because i'll get to it more when we get up to them but the first two donnie sucks especially the first one donnie is like not a character in the first one uh unfortunately though that's pretty much the only good part of the movie is the the personality of the turtles the actual storyline is all over the place you spend a lot of time with random historical people some british guy selling weapons to some japanese like clan leader yeah the story's all over the place it's not good and they freaking trolled me by i thought they brought casey back but then casey didn't do anything so that was a huge disappointment wait casey stay here and don't fight that's pretty much what happened. But then they use the actor anyways as a different character. It's like it could have just been Casey that came. Yeah, nothing in that movie makes sense. It sucks. I think. It's just a shame because I feel like the personalities of the Turtles are so strong in that one, but everything else is bad. It just, yeah, that's why that's down there for me. Above that, though, I have the second one of the two... Uh, teen, like, of the teen years. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. The 2010s. Yeah. And this one, honestly, it's pretty it's pretty close to, like, the level of quality as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 for me. It's slightly better because it has some scenes that I actually liked, not only the character personalities and then dislike the whole story. Like, I really liked the scene where they were switching planes. They had to like jump from one plane to another. I thought that was awesome. That was cool. And Mikey was like perfect to me in this movie. Yeah. But then I you got annoying Mikey shit. Like Bebop and Rocksteady were so annoying. Casey 
honestly didn't feel like Casey. It felt like just some random guy that happened to occasionally carry a hockey stick. And then he beats Bebop and Rocksteady with a giant Allen wrench. <laughs> yeah, kind of toxic. The turtles get their ass beat by Bebop and Rocksteady, who are annoying as fuck the whole movie. And then Casey just bodies them with some like makeshift skates and an Allen wrench. But okay. But yeah, like I said, there were some good scenes. Um, again, Shredder, terrible because he just gets like so aggressively like just humiliated like it was ridiculous like he was so dumb to even trust them i couldn't it blew my i was like it blew my mind how that went like that shredder just got one shot out of the movie and i guess he died i don't actually know because the ship was like dismembered and tossed away and shredder was still in it so i think he's dead but not well, like it, it never matters, matters cuz we're never going to see another one of those again anyway um another cool thing though about that movie the Triceraton in the Krang ship was pretty cool. Yeah, little Easter egg. Yeah. That was cool, I guess. Yeah. Now, we're getting out of what I consider the bad ones, and we're into the good ones. So, I consider the, everyone I've talked about so far to be bad, to be honest. Now, we're getting into the ones that I consider to be actually good. Average to good. Not all good, but average or better, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is where I, my list deviates from yours. I think we've had the same layout so far, and this is where mine changes. Where number number four for me is Secret of the Ooze, so the second of the trilogy. Um, the reason for this being, I feel like compared to the third one, the story wasn't as freaking wild. It wasn't all over the place. And moving from the first one to this one, Donatello actually becomes a character, not just a hype man for Mikey, because in the first one, he's just like laughing at Mikey's jokes, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, Donnie's better in that one. Yeah, he is better. And the main reasons I'm not really getting it up to the levels of the first one, though, is because Casey was like a standout in the first one. He's not really he's not in this one at all, actually. And I just feel like the first one has, like, a a very... It's just an arc, a Ninja Turtles arc that's done a lot of the time. And I really like this arc, which I'll I'll get to now, actually, because the first one is now my next one, the third one. So in the first one, the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is my third favorite of them. Um, It's basically a very common Ninja Turtles arc that they go through in a lot of the shows. It happens in this movie. I'm expecting it to probably happen in the new series of movies that I'm, or hopefully it becomes a series of movies. But what happens is basically they're pushed out of New York by the Shredder, and then they end up coming back, working their way through his building or fortress or whatever, and fighting him. Right, and that's like one of my top tier arcs for the Ninja Turtles. I just love that so much. So the story is just like all around solid from like them just getting beat down going against the shredder to then coming back and like actually working their way towards him and trying to fight him. And actually though in this movie the turtles kind of get their ass kicked all the time except against just like standard bad guys, right? As long as so, there's like, not more of them than they are. Yeah. No, they even get- even when there is more of them 
the turtles win against like the normal foot ninja but when the elite foot ninja come in they get bodied and casey saves them yeah, yeah casey, casey carries carried everything. when when shredder comes in they get bodied and splinter saves them like the first movie they're getting bodied a lot and casey pretty much casey beats up the second in command of shredder Casey, I don't think, ever loses a fight. He kicks ass every time against the Elite Ninja, against the second-in-command of Shredder, which the Turtles lost to. I mean, it's a close fight. Casey gets his ass kicked. To be fair, the Elite Ninja aren't that elite other than, like, Shredder's right hand because they're all kids that he picked up off the street. Yeah, but they still beat the Turtles. Yeah, that's my point. The Turtles just get bodied the whole movie. Yeah, but... Casey is the standout character for me in this movie. Um, he just, every time he shows up, he kicks ass. And it's just really, really cool. Plus the Foot Clan. This is the case for, our, I guess, the first two, because they're not really in the third one. Their costumes are so funny. They have, like, these weird uh, fly eyes or something. It's hilarious. Um, Yeah, so... Then we move up to my second favorite, which I think you had at like four or something. You said it didn't hold up as as much as you remembered. For me, it was about what I expected. Uh, the the TMNT 2007 movie, the animated one. And I think the reason I like this one so much is because it's like... I really like the, the Night Watcher character. You know, like I like that whole thing with Raph. I feel like him and Casey have like a cool dynamic in that movie where Casey's always, you know, helping him out and like, I guess, keeping the secret for him, you know? Yeah, I feel like that was the only good part of the movie. That's why I put it down. But yeah, that's another thing. Mikey, terrible in that movie. He's just an idiot. But the Raph versus Leo fight. Awesome. That's That's the best part. So good. That was a cool. So good. That was Raph amazing. Kind of, Raph beats his ass. Yeah, I mean, it was a good fight. I really liked it. That was my favorite part of the movie. Also, when they are like storming the building, that's also a good fight scene. Yeah. I think this is probably my favorite version of April as well. Not that I think she's amazing or anything, but usually I'm just neutral to her. You know, I don't care. I don't like or dislike her. And this one actually was like kind of a badass. So she was pretty cool. I think this is probably my favorite version of April actually fighting and helping out. Yeah. But yeah, I think the the main things that bring this up for me is the, the dynamic between Casey and Raph, the Night Watcher thing, and obviously Raph versus Leo being the highlight of the movie. Also, uh, from Avatar, Iroh is Splinter. So that's pretty cool. I could tell that. I was wondering. Like he sounded That's why so it familiar. sounded familiar. You guys didn't notice? Oh my god, the whole time I was just like oh, waiting for saying. him to I say Zuko. <laughs> yeah. And then same for me. I move up to number one, Mutant Mayhem. It's just, to me, it's like, it's close to perfect. It's really... It's so good. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna save most of the things I want to say about it until we get Bert to his point. So yeah, let's can, save the mutant like, mayhem group stuff. Up. And All right. we can actually review it. So we'll get over to Bert now. But mutant mayhem is my number one. Like he said too, by far. Like, if I were to rate my second, I would probably say the TMNT 2007 is like a six for me. And I'm not gonna say my rating yet. But mutant mayhem, 
far above that. Yeah. All right, Bert, go ahead. What is your so my top, least your favorite seven? one? Was the first Bay movie? Okay, we all <laughs> surprise, too. Surprise. That movie is <laughs> very much a lot of the same reasons. Didn't like April. <laughs> yeah, but I did like some scenes. I liked watching them fight. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked when they were like surfing through the sewers. That was a cool, yeah, that's a good like one. visual. Also, I didn't like the way they looked. Oh, I hate no the way does. they look. I can't like, believe I didn't mention that. To the '90s movies, like actually, I'll save it for when I get there. Anyways, my sixth least favorite. I guess my number six position is the third of the trilogy. Okay, you got. Holy shit, we're all the same. <laughs> because it was just all over the place, you know. Oh my went god, back that movie just frustrates me. They didn't it use Casey. No the fucking the like the elite guard were just eating junk food, watching hockey. <laughs> like, come oh, on! Yeah, like, I, I wanted to watch fight that. scenes. I didn't yeah. want to watch oh, that. My god. Can I say a slight side moment because you just reminded me? Go ahead. I was so disappointed already because Casey didn't go with them. But then they're like, oh, but it's going to bring people here. And then the elite guard showed up and they're like, oh, no, it's the elite guard. And I was like, oh, OK, so this is where Casey gets his fight. in. And then what yeah, happens? And then, Bert? Like, and then Splinter was like, no fighting. <laughs> and then they all stopped fighting. Yeah. And then they literally pick up hockey. And so junk then, booch. So then my fifth is the second Bay movie. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I don't know. I think we all have kind of the same opinion. But you like the plane scene, right? That one's just entertaining. Like, it's not a great movie, it's a Bay but at movie. least it's, it's entertaining. It's not a turtle movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Now my number four is the second. Actually, no. Then my number four is the cartoon. Like, the 2007 one. Okay, so you got the same as me. Okay. I just, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I liked yeah. I liked watching, like, I liked, since it was animated, the fight scenes were a lot more, yeah, like, cooler. That movie just didn't hold up for me, like, I remembered it. I, I think the Leo vs. Raph fight, though, was better than I remembered it. So then my number three is the second of the original, The Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, your, your list is exactly like mine. Yeah, I think it is. Yours just has I one just, moved for mine. It was really good. I liked Donnie. I, like, whoever was playing Donnie... It's pretty good with that stick. Yeah. Pretty much and, all of the trilogy after the first one, he really picked it up with the stick work. And what's cool about their costumes, at least for the first two, is that they were done by the same people that did the like, Elmo. Oh, really? Like, they, like, like, they were done by the Creation <laughs> Warehouse. Awesome. I think they're cool. They're called. Oh, that's cool. And that's why in the third movie, they look worse because Definitely. they didn't use the same like people. That makes sense. Yeah, so then my number two position is the first of the trilogy. I thought it was just a solid hitter. I like yeah, Casey, even though he kind of carried the turtles. He, he does carry, so but it's just a solid movie in general. Like, it just it was, holds up. It was I mean, funny. it's just the best turtles arc, in my opinion. Also, I like the in the original trilogy, I like the way the turtles, like their personalities. Like, especially when they're dancing. They I like watching them dance. And then, anyways, my number one. Surprise, surprise, is Mutant Mayhem. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Can they're I? Just, there's this just is too a many good things Mutant about Mayhem, it. Uh, support episode. Like, go see this movie. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of upset because I've gone, I've gone twice now. So I've gone to see this movie twice because I liked it so much. And both to. times, the theater wasn't even half full. I know. There's no people. Yeah, this movie is. Oh man, it's really good. You guys got to see it. 
You know what was the cool though, Bert? When we went to see it the second time, there was some kids fully turtled out, mask. That was awesome. Yeah, there was kids behind us. They had nunchucks, they had size, and they were both wearing masks. It was awesome. Obviously, real knives they were carrying into the theater. Of course, of course. But the mask was fake. They're not crazy. <laughs> They're not monsters. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. I think can I bring co- something up? Actually. Yeah. So this is something that I was just reminded because Bert brought up the. I th- I think he just because he said the word scepter, but in the 2007 one, I thought it was cool how they had some references to the original trilogy. So like the scepter they time traveled with was there. Mm-hmm. The Foot Clan mask was there. Shredder's helmet. Uh, yeah, the helmets that they wore in the third one were there. There was a, the ooze thing was there. A lot of stuff was there. Yeah, that it was, was supposed cool. to be loosely like a fourth. Uh, movie to yeah it's kind of like part four and i would say you know with the trilogy it fits in nice that that whole trilogy is is almost good (laughs) the first two movies are good or 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 they're at least okay yeah they're watchable that third one though really gets me it sucks because i feel like their personalities are so strong in that one but every other part of the movie is not i feel like the first Two were trying to get the personalities right, and then by the third they got the personalities, but they forgot about the story. <laughs> the rest of the movie, yeah. Oh my god, we didn't talk about Go Ninja Go either. The best part oh, of yeah. the second one. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about um, Ninja Turtle music later in the episode because Ninja Turtle music is pretty iconic. There's some bangers in there. Yeah, and I've been grinding out the music lately. All right, let's move on to our review of you in mayhem. mayhem. I love that it's our favorite, all of us. I'm glad that that worked <laughs> out. That all of us had pretty similar lists. Like your guys' lists are the same, and the only difference is I liked the 2007 one more than you guys. Besides that, same order for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, who wants to go first for the Mutant Mayhem review? I'll, I I want to go last. All right. I'll go first. Bert, go ahead. So I loved the music. Not really. Actually, it was good music. (laughs) Even though it was all Vanilla Ice. I I love the music. Actually, no, not really. Not Vanilla Ice. Ice Cube. Oh, sorry. Ice Cube. Big difference. I wrote down the wrong name, but I know the difference. One's good. One's not. That's true. (laughs) I liked the music. I liked the way the brothers interacted with each other. I like how they the turtles are more modern. Like I'd say they're definitely like you know, they use social media. They use slang. Oh yeah, they're definitely like uh I'm just generation. glad Yeah, I'm just glad that they managed to incorporate that without it being super cringe. Yeah. Because I saw like the interviews or stuff where they're like, Oh, I got to say Riz in the movie and I was like, That's gonna be so cringe. But it wasn't cringe. So no, it was all done well. Like nothing yeah. felt Gross to listen Everything to. Everything was genuine. It was uh, free flowing. It all uh, it worked all really good. I agree. I liked how each person had their own. Their turtles. Well, each turtle or each mutant had their own like progression as a character. Well, I mean, really, like, it's just the turtles. Splinter. Oh well, Splinter went through it. I would uh, say everyone had a Bebop and Rocksteady. Not really. All of them all went through it. They all yes. went through it, yeah. 
They all had a sort of like self-realization moment just in different ways. Obviously, I, the most focused was Splinter and the Turtles, but they all had some sort of something. Yeah. In mm-hmm. case it's not obvious, this is going to have a lot of spoilers. We haven't gotten any now, yet, something but I didn't like spoilers. Something I didn't like about this movie was the profound lack of stealth. <laughs> to me, they didn't feel like ninjas. I'm with yeah, you. The one time they were hiding, they got caught. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be everybody's. If there is any complaints, it's that. It's like there's a lot of mutant. There's a lot of teenage. There's not a lot of ninja. I'm with you on that one. But what I've noticed since we went through and watched all these, they always suck at being stealthy. Someone needs to really bump up the stealth factor in a Ninja Turtles movie because of the seven we've watched, they're always out there fighting in the middle of the street and everyone's seeing them. The best Every one time. that did yeah. the Ninja stuff was probably the Bay films. Yeah. I guess, yeah. When uh, Raph got into the back of the van and the guy was like, How the f- like how'd you get back there? <laughs> that yeah. was funny. Yeah. Or uh, That's a good scene, too, in that one where... Uh, like the police hide them as they're going into the building. Yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. So, what else, Bert, about Mutant Mayhem? I like the art style. Yes. I thought it was cool looking. Art style is awesome. I like Great the way the style. turtles look. Great art style. It's very similar to Spider Verse. It's like the comic booky kind of like hand drawn uh, style on like 3D models. It's really nice. To me, I feel like it. it's. I guess it's kind of like Spider-Verse, but to me, it's like way different. Spider-Verse has so much more going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in Spider-Verse, yeah. And I actually liked the story. Loved it. I thought the villain made sense. Like this villain and the turtles had a very similar backstory, just different outcomes. Well, they had that was kind of cool. They basically had the same origin. Everybody, all the mutants have the same origin, pretty much. Yeah, I know. Still think it's cool. I and I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. Yeah, I just think it was a really good movie. I think it was. Can I actually move in now? He's hyped me up. I want to go. I don't want to go last anymore. Go ahead. Go for it. So for me, this is like very close to being my favorite movie of the year. Like it's about equal to me for my favorite movie of the year. My favorite movie of the year being Guardians 3, but. This is up there. This is. I had so much fun in this movie. It was probably the best experience I had going to the movies in probably since probably since Spider Man with the three of them. No way. This home. is the best I've had since that. Yeah. I love the Ninja Turtles already, and this was just like amazing for me. And the thing is, I went in expecting it to be bad. I did not like the trailers. I thought it looked way too childish. I was like, damn, I really want a serious Ninja Turtles movie, not like this little kid stuff. So I went in not expecting to like it, and I still came out impressed. Like, it was it was something else for me. Like, yeah. Can I cut you off? Yeah. One more thing I just remembered I really liked were the jokes and the setups for the jokes. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, get a lot of the jokes right land. Now. Well, not... Yeah, yeah, they do. And... I don't know. It the thing that blows me away is that just the fact that I wasn't expecting to like it and it it came out just blew me away. And then when I went to see it the second time, I liked it even more cuz I know I was no longer in that mode of I'm not going to like this. You know, I was like 
can't wait to watch it this time. But I feel like every character has some sort of arc, like Bert was saying. Like you have Splinter, who arcs from, you know, overprotective, hates humans, to realizing about halfway through the movie, you know, April is the one good human, he says. This is this is one that is good, but normally they all suck, you know? Then we go further into the movie after he saves his uh his boys, you know, he saves them and he's like, We need to stop this machine from going off because we don't want to be as bad as the humans. We're not as terrible as them. And it isn't until then that Superfly is saying basically no i think word for word exactly what splinter had said to the turtles earlier that superfly superfly is the main villain of the movie he's voiced by ice cube yeah so he's saying the same thing that that splinter had said to the turtles he's telling his other mutants you know you have to listen to me it's the only way to be happy and then splinter sees this and he's like wow i don't want to be like that like i i'm I'm not like that, you know? So he then... He makes, like, not a full switch right there, though. Because it isn't until later, again, that they've been fighting in this final battle for a while, and Splinter gets hurt. Well, He's down. What really, like, can't... Splinter, in that fight with Superfly towards the end, where all the mutants and all the turtles are fighting together, Splinter, originally, back when the turtles got caught, he has that line where he says, the only way for you guys to be safe and to be happy is for you to listen to me. And then Superfly says that pretty much word for word to his basic, his yeah, family. Yeah, I'm just re-explaining it. And then it's after they Superfly has been all powered up and he's like super duper fly now. And Splinter is actually the one that tells everybody like, no, we need to go into New York and we need to help everybody. It was everyone was ready to call it quits there. They were like, all right, let's head back to the sewer. Not Leo. Yeah, well, Leo had Splinter and Leo still wanted. But yeah. And then, you know, come to be later in the battle, Splinter is, is injured and he's trying to help, but he can't. And then a human comes up to him. He's scared. He still hates humans. But he comes to find now that, you know what? This guy's trying to help him. They're not as bad as he thought and that's just something that i think is cool to see splinter arc from how he was in the beginning and it's not just an arc from like oh he hates humans the whole time and then one helps him and then he now doesn't hate them there's like stages to his arc you know he hates all humans then he's like oh well april's the only good human you know yeah Oh, yeah. Um, that being said, though, of the movie, Splinter is probably my least favorite part, but I don't make, dislike him at all. They make some changes to some of the <clears throat> characters. Uh, Splinter's one of them. So, in a lot of versions he, of the Ninja Turtles, Splinter's always their sensei. He's <laughs> he's very wise and very uh professional, I guess. And yeah. So basically. This, this one, time, he's more Splinter... of their dad than he is their master. That was yeah. also a nice part. So nice change. Yeah, so this time you come to find that Splinter isn't 
you know, he doesn't have this knowledge of ninjutsu in his backstory. It's something he learns after developing this hatred of humans because he wants to protect the turtles. And then he teaches them along with himself. And they learn through DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. And And, yeah, I ended up liking this more than I thought I would, but I think I still would have liked it more if they went with the original way that Splinter is like their sensei and master, just because I feel like, you know, Splinter wasn't that wise in this one. He never really gave any good advice besides like it's dangerous, of course, sure. But I he just feel like the, he did... the need to go into New York, Splinter. He did, but in a bad way. Just because they had never seen it, they developed a curiosity of it. No, I mean he inspired everybody, all the mutants, to go help New York. Oh, in that to moment, Superfly. yeah, yeah. Towards the end, like towards the end of his arc, yes. But. Like I said, I, I I didn't dislike this new version of Splinter. I just think I would have liked the old version more. But, I mean, it was something that over the length of the movie, I appreciated it, even though I didn't like it at first. It was it ended up being okay. Um, for, uh, what's something else that happened? April was just kind of a neutral character for me again. Didn't dislike her. Didn't love her. She was she was decent. She had her a good arc too. Was funny. <laughs> yeah, the puke scene was really funny. April's There's arc was scene. really good too, though. She grows and becomes a full fledged like character with an arc and everything too. I every character has an arc. Every single one of them, I think, has an arc because you have the mutants of like Superfly. His like posse of mutants that arc towards realizing that they don't have to be the way they are. Superfly arcs from thinking, maybe I can trust humans, to now I can't trust humans. Splinter does that same arc, but then also then arcs back, like we said earlier. And then, as far as the turtles, this is where I think it gets the most interesting, at least for me. There's an arc for... I feel like there's an arc for just Leo... But then there's also an arc for the rest of the group, like, as a whole. So, like, there's a group arc of the four of them. And then there's also, like, a Leo on his own arc. And then I actually feel like Mikey has, like, a mini arc as well of his own. Leo is the most obvious one who changes the most, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad, too, because I was not liking Leo at the beginning of the movie. But by the end, he was my favorite character. What else do you have to say about it in your review? I have a lot to say, but I I don't want to take up all the time. Um, I think that it was a lot less childish than I expected. So that was something that really elevated it for me. Uh, A specific scene that I'm thinking of now is the... There's a scene earlier in the movie. It's actually their first fight that they have in the movie. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, where they basically run into April, kind of. They accidentally hit her with a ninja star, and she's like, yo, what the hell? What's going on? And then she gets robbed when she's not looking. So then they're like, oh, no, we got her robbed. Let's do something about it. And they chase down the guy who robbed her into, like, some chop shop car garage or something. There ends up being, like, a bunch of thugs in there, and then they're in their first fight. 
So yeah, we actually see these... them fight for the very first time. None of them had ever been in a fight or actually had to do anything like combat-wise. So it's like a whole new thing for them. Where in yeah, other so movies, like... it's always implied that they've been ninjas for a long time and they're so skilled and they know how to do everything. This one, like you get to see them literally have their very first fight. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Um, so anyways, like he said, yeah, it's their very first fight. Um, I guess that's all there is about that one. Well, well, in the beginning, well, when they all first start fighting, they're all kind of struggling. Oh yeah. yeah they so that's something that's how to really fight. cool about that. I know they don't I, know how to like punch, but Mikey, he's kicking ass without even trying. So I don't know. This is like, cause I've been getting more into I don't know if you know this, Bert. I know that um, Alex does, but Mikey is apparently he's supposed to have the potential to be the best turtle out of all of them, right? He mm-hmm. just normally doesn't try. He's always joking around, not really trying. And I think that's a a scene where you can see it so obviously yeah. because all the turtles are like they're fighting and they're doing good. But they're like, you know, they're they're diving out of the way, barely making dodges. They're Raph struggling on this fight. Times. Yeah. But Mikey's just kind of like dancing and dodging easily, not even struggling at all. Too slow. Same and then they, they start targeting the him time. too. Yeah. Yeah, so, Mikey definitely gives off like a... It's very easy for him without trying. Yeah. So that was something that I thought was cool that that shows like... I, at least I hope that they do have that in mind that Mikey does have the potential to be the best of them because he was first fight ever out the gates, not even trying. He was doing the best out of all of them. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, as they progress, you know, normally Leo ends up being Leo or Raph end up being like the stronger fighters because they're the ones training the most and actually trying. But. I like that it seems like they've given thought into Mikey possibly being the strongest of them or having the most potential to be the strongest of them one day. Yeah. I think it's more him being more skilled, not necessarily stronger. Yeah, well, just a stronger fighter. But that's that I mentioned earlier, Mikey, I think he has sort of like a miniature arc of his own in this. And where I see that is throughout the whole movie, he's joking around in every fight. He's like not really worried. He's doing whatever he can. And then in the last battle at the very end, Super Mega Fly or no Super Duper Fly is what he calls himself after he gets like blown up into Godzilla Titan mode, Kaiju type stuff, throws like a oil tanker or some kind of explosive truck at them and it blows up and it blasts everyone away. And then Mikey gets up. This is my favorite scene of the whole movie right here. I'm going to go through this and then I'll pass <coughs> this it. This was a good else. scene. This is my favorite part of the whole movie. So then you're focused on Mikey after the explosion goes off. And he's like fucked up. He's got two black eyes. He looks really scared for the first time in the movie. He's actually scared. He's looking around. He's like, where is everyone? What happened? And then... I think at that point, Donatello is like yelling to him from the street and Donnie is also looking fucked up and like limping, walking through the street and he almost gets hit by a car. Raph saves him and then Mikey goes over to them and all three of them are like, what do we do? Like, they're scared. They don't know what to do. They're like, where is everyone? And then 
that's when Leo is still fighting out there. So he's the he's still fighting after that explosion after they all got sent down. Well, Leo runs up is, on them right at that moment. Yeah, because he was still fighting out there. He no, at that moment he's like dodging and stuff, and it just happens to be next to them. But and then I think this is where Mikey has an arc and Leo have an arc has an arc, and actually all the turtles have an arc. Right. So Mikey's I think it's cool to see that he's joking around and trying not really trying this whole time and then he actually once it got like dangerous and serious he actually did get scared and it was just cool to see that and then you see as well now the whole movie raf and and donnie and mikey have just been like trolling leo they always make fun of him they're always making jokes and not listening to him but now that things are like serious they're they're like we we got to get out of here. Like, this isn't, we can't do this, you know? Leo, yeah, everybody's really doubting themselves right at that moment. And that's when Leo finally steps up because for the rest of the movie, he has not actually been a good leader. He finally yeah. is able to lead them. And now for the first time, they're looking to listen to him. They, they're like, they're wanting him to lead them. Yeah, that's they're the like moment that Leo really steps up into like the leader role and he actually is able to rally them all together and make everybody feel confident. He gives everybody confidence in that moment. Yeah, but I think it... Obviously, the main focus is that it's a Leo arc. He is finally stepping up and being the leader, but I think there's an arc for the other three of them as well, showing that even though they joke around and make fun of him a lot, when it's serious, they look to him. like They're like, we trust you to get us out of this. Yeah, whenever shit gets real, they look at Leo. Which which makes sense, considering, you know, he's the leader. Yeah, but I just think that's cool because the whole movie, they're basically shitting on him. They're like, oh, yeah, he deserves to be shit on. Like, he, he doesn't agree. earn it at all. Like, I agree. He was freaking out about April, and he was like, alpha formation, go. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, but I just love that not only did he step up, but that they were looking for him to, like, in their moment of fear, they look to him. I don't think they're him. even looking for him. They're looks looking for anybody. And Leo f- takes that moment and he just controls it. I, don't, I think they were kind of looking for him because they were all like, you know, they're like, no, we got to get out of here. Like, what do we, yeah. what do, we do? Leo? They didn't know what to do, but they knew Leo would know what to do. And yeah, all the bullshit were... that they give Leo is so well-deserved for him because he's so annoying at times in the beginning. And he sucks That's at being a leader. true. I was worried for the first like half of the movie. I was like, man, Leo's normally my favorite character, but he's just annoying in this movie. He's a little kiss-ass in the beginning, and they even call him out on it, too, a lot. Yeah, but the fact that he goes from my least favorite to my favorite character in that movie, I think says a lot about his arc. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, like, uh, me personally, I guess you disagree, but I think it does show an arc for all of them that they, when it's real, they're like, all right, Leo... What do we do, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's an mm-hmm. arc, but it shows them... It just well, because shows the relationship the early between on, the, all of them and how they all look at Leo. Yeah, and I I just love that whole scene. And then, then they get their... So that's how what I consider Leo's arc, Mikey's little arc of going from like just joking around to actually being scared for once than the three of them but then i think they have a group arc as the four of them where then leo comes to realize and explain to them 
because now they're on all these news things. They're on the the like screens. The news is like, they're all oh, over these like, monsters. Times yeah. Square, and then they realize everyone hates them. You know, no one no one likes them. They're terrible. The whole everyone point of the movie monsters. was they wanted to be accepted. They all were. Yeah. That's the whole reason why they started being the heroes. Mm-hmm. And then this is the moment where Leo. I, Leo realizes it, but then they all realize it that you know they need to be doing this hero thing because that's the right thing to do, not to become accepted. And that's the moment where it changes, and they start at the, at their lowest point. They finally start trying to help people because they want to help people, because they want to do the right thing, not because they want to get into high school. Yeah. Because originally, the only reason that they decide to go after Superfly is because they think, okay, if we do this one thing and we stop this criminal, then the rest of the world will accept us and they'll think that we're heroes. So they'll let us be a part of like their society and everything like that. It's not until later when the shit hit the fan. And uh, Leo actually gets this from April because April makes a comment to him when they're going to go try and stop Superfly right after they've been captured. She says something like, after seeing you guys mess up so much, just trying to get people to like you, I realized that I was probably doing this for the wrong reasons. And then later on in that final fight, Leo basically says exactly what April told him, saying, guys, it doesn't matter what they think about us. It doesn't matter uh, why we do, or it, that not, not why, but it, that it doesn't matter what people think, that they need to do the right thing regardless. Yeah. I I loved it. I loved everything about it. And I think that now that everyone's gone, even though I did like this movie a lot, I think that now that everyone's gone through their arcs of like getting us to kind of where you'd expect the characters to be. So now Leo's the leader. Uh and Splinter is now, you know, the not as, you know, overprotective locking them down type of thing. I think a sequel has a potential to be a perfect movie. Yeah, all the setups done. Not that this one wasn't amazing. This was way up there. There was only a couple of things that, you know, bring it down for me. But overall, great, great movie. Um, Like I said, good arcs for every character. Uh, Superfly was hilarious. Ice Cube as, as the bad guy was so funny. I like when he would call them little tortoises. Little tortoise. (laughs) It just was so funny to me. Mondo Gecko. Hilarious. Ant-Man. That's Paul Rudd. Yeah, he was so funny. Yeah, I liked him a lot. He's funny. It's my second favorite movie of the year. Yeah, it's up there for me. It's one of the best movies of the summer, for sure. Definitely the best one I've seen this year. Really? Of the whole year? year? Well... You just say things. Close with Guardians. Thinking. Better really, than Spider-Verse? I mean, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't think. I, I liked it more I than said, Spider-Verse. I didn't say it's the best. I said it's one of the best. No, you said the. Oh, well, I meant to say it's one of the best. Said, I liked it more than Spider-Verse. I like Spider-Verse more, but it's... But still, I like Ninja Turtles totally more good. than Spider-Man, so... Yeah, so that's the main things I got to say about it. Maybe you'll say something that... uh you know, reminds me of something, but 
main things is Mikey was awesome. Leo started off bad, but got awesome, and I appreciate the arc. Same thing for Splinter. The overall story, great. It was just all around fun. I mean, I saw it twice, and I liked it more the second time. What more can you ask for? Yeah, me too, honestly. What's your ranking of it? Out of I want to, I want to say that... Well, Bert, you didn't do yours. I'll do mine right after Bert's, because I don't want to influence him. I'm going to say, honestly, like a solid eight, maybe nine. Make a choice. I, I, we'll go with eight. I also went with an eight. I have it as an eight as well. The only things bringing it down for me was Splinter wasn't quite where I expected him to be. But like I said, I ended up liking it more than I thought I could with that situation. And I think it could have used a little bit more of the stealthy ninja stuff. Dang, all That's the hype that you guys me. just talked about and you gave it eight, and I have it at a nine. I mean, I loved it. I loved it. I did too. I me thought too. it was awesome. I gave it a nine. I thought it was near perfect. Yeah, and like I'm like my second favorite TMNT two thousand seven is a six, and this is an eight. Like I'm way ahead of my second favorite. Yeah. For sure. Um for reference, this movie had a, a $70 million budget. And other films that have come out this summer, uh, Barbie had $145 million, Oppenheimer had $100 million, Across the Spider-Verse had $100 million. So this movie's pr- gonna it's going to make a profit, obviously. I think right I now they're so. sitting at... No, I it'll, see a trilogy. It's going to make a profit. Right now it's sitting at like 24 point something. Uh, made and that's just in the first uh since wednesday i think so the weekend numbers won't be in yet i'm glad to hear that because like i said when i went the theaters weren't packed you know yeah Mm -hmm. but it's definitely gonna break the 70 and it's gonna make a lot of money i think it's gonna i think they're projected at what i think it's it's projected at like 45 or something to 50 over the weekend that it'll reach that and then that's that'll good. be. I want this movie, movie to do good. Me too. Yeah. I, luckily, I did hear that the sequel is confirmed. So. Yeah, there's a sequel confirmed, and there's a Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, two season, two season animated, show. same style. Yeah, so cool. we're gonna get a lot of turtles in the next few years. Yeah, probably over the next four, I would imagine. Um, yeah, probably another movie in about a year and a half, two years, and then well, right the show. now who knows because everything's delayed. But yeah, I'm excited. I would like for it to become a trilogy. The show, the two seasons of the show. I, r- correct me if I'm wrong here, but I I think I heard that it's supposed to connect the two movies, so it's between them. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a in between to kind of bridge the gap between this movie that just came out and whatever the next one is. Okay, so it's probably going to be mostly them like basically just becoming more badass to get ready for this next big deal, which is oh, which is the credit scene. No, yeah, we didn't even mention it. Uh, yeah, there is Redder. a post. There is a post credit scene. Well, Bert just gave it away. Surprise! Yeah, it's a mid credit <laughs> scene, and they tease Shredder, like the ultimate TMNT villain, their arch nemesis. So. Everybody's pretty excited about that. Also, if this doesn't happen, they are so stupid. The lady is literally last name Utram. 
she's got to be yeah. an Utrum, right? <laughs> like her last name's Utrum, so she's got to be an Utron. Trom with an M. Yeah. So, and I think she has like the yellow jacket and the high waisted pants and everything. Like it kind of makes. Yeah, she's look- got the out. Well, the colors, not quite the outfit, but the colors. Yes, she's got to be an alien. It's, yeah, this she, is just speculation, so but it's like pretty obvious. But yeah, basically at the end of the movie, in the mid credit scene, the turtles. Uh, at the end, they go to high school and they're accepted by society and everybody loves them and they're heroes. And so they get to go to high school and try and be like normal teenagers. And they're just out in the open. And the lady, originally, she just wanted to find them and capture them. And now she knows where they are. So now it's just a matter of capturing them. And then that's when she's like, we better call in the Shredder. The Shredder. This is speculation by me. But here's where I think it's going with the Shredder. I think that Shredder is going to come in, right? He's going to be a very threatening presence. And this is going to force them to not be able to be in the open going to school and shit. They're going to have to go back into hiding. And then maybe we'll get that whole pushed out of New York arc, something like that. But what I think the main thing is they're going to be pushed back into the shadows with Shredder looking for them. They're not going to be able to just walk on the streets like they are right now. Is it like a tax school or something? Yeah. Yeah, I could see something like that happening. Hopefully Casey comes in too. Fingers crossed. Hopefully that's what the show is, bringing in Casey. That'd be cool. One thing I really loved, I just, I liked how there's a clear beginning, a clear middle, and a clear end. Like there's a first, second, and third arc, and they all make sense, and it all flows really good. It's very well dragged. Yeah, it's very well paced. And everything, you just go from one story beat to the next, and you're like hooked the whole time. So it's really nice. I, th- I like the whole first act is like the setup of them wanting to be accepted, of them wanting to just be a part of the human world, and for them to just be looked at as normal as much yeah, as possible. Yeah. Act two kind of moves into their fighting phases where their first fight and then like the montage of fights. Yeah. They even in the beginning That was a cool montage. Yeah, even in the beginning they have like multiple moments where they're sneaking out and they just spend all this time outside and Splinter is always asking them, Where you guys been? What are you doing? Why are you out so long? Why does it take you so long just to go get groceries? <laughs> uh they in the very beginning they go and see a movie. They go see um Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And it's kinda like a, a reference to what they want because Ferris Bueller everywhere he goes he's accepted and loved and everybody thinks he's so awesome so they see that and they want to be that and then they have that well I think they're all, they also one think day that's how life is yeah they, yeah, they kinda, have a warped reality like they think high school's fun yeah I liked high school and then um, everyone they have that scene where they're going back <laughs> through the tunnels and Mikey kind of like pauses and he looks out through like the sewer grate you know what I'm talking about? And he's yeah, like, when they're walking back, yeah, and he like yeah, looks yeah. at the city depressingly. Dude, yeah. Mikey gave me the most emotional moments. That moment, like every time I see Mikey sad, I get sad because he's just he's so, never sad. He's so, you know what? He actually did end up being really cute. If you know, you know. Yeah, he was cool. Um, what else? There's the sewer scene. 
Mikey thing. I'm trying to think. The whole movie is about acceptance. There was a surprise party. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sad. That was sad. That's kind of like in the second act part. Um, the whole movie is about acceptance and wanting to be accepted. And both accepting themselves and then ha- wanting to be accepted by the world. Uh, like, you can say April wants to be accepted. Splinter, he wants to be accepted but doesn't think it's possible. Obviously, the He Turtles tried and to- gave up. Yeah. Even the other mutants that were created, well, they want to be accepted. Yeah, Splinter didn't actually give up. He tried to be accepted by humans, but then he found he found the turtles, and that was something that he was happy with being accepted by them, and that's why he cares about them so much because they're the ones that finally did accept him. They were the first animal not to attack him. First, they eat him. Yeah. Which is honestly pretty awesome. I do love how much he cares about them. Yeah, I like the montage of like them growing up. Yeah, we get their when whole he's backstory listening to the all by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get the whole turtle like origin dad. story. You see the ooze. You see Splinter find them. You get a little bit of scene of scenes where they're like baby they're turtles. Baby. Splinter tries to yep. take them up to the real world, and uh, <laughs> My God. they get attacked. That scene Baby is Donnie was so cute with the freaking <laughs> yeah. giant glasses. That was funny. His eyes were huge. I loved Donnie in the movie. He was probably my favorite, and I did not think I was going to like him. But he was probably um, my favorite I liked, turtle. I liked all of them. I think they were all good. I think Raph was probably their weakest done, just because I feel like he was more just like charging and and punching which he is kind of like that but he's usually more skilled about it I feel like than just literally slamming his head into it and throwing things yeah but none of them were bad I did like all of the turtles for me though Leo and Mikey were the standouts yeah I, yeah I guess I'd agree I I think I thought Donnie stood out a lot too Donnie had a lot to do I mean, none of them were like sidelined. I didn't feel that way for any of them. Yeah, Which they all is not got their shine. Often that that happens, and like in these turtle movies, usually one or two of them get sidelined, and it's usually Mikey and Donnie that get sidelined. Yeah, yeah, and that's I hard to do that. with four like major characters, and then you even include Splinter. Like Splinter had just as much of a role in the movie as them. Yeah, and for a movie that isn't that long, the fact that it balanced so many characters is pretty impressive. It's super impressive. Mm-hmm. That's why I love it so much and I gave yeah, it a 9. Because, because the Splinter is there has a good amount of time. The four turtles all there, none of them feel like they're underutilized. Superfly felt like he got a good amount of time. I'd say the only part where you start to feel like some of the characters don't get time is in like the mutants of Superfly's group because it's really only time. Mondo Gecko. They don't really even need time. Like everything that we need to know about them is established. Everything that we want to know, like what their purpose of why they're doing it is established, and then you even get their little like three sixty where they turn on Superfly and you yeah, realize no. that all they want to do is be accepted also. And they're yeah, not I'm cool not with sa- just killing the whole world. They actually have not- like valid reasons. And they'll act yeah, like it's not like a typical villain arc where it's just like, I just want to be bad to be bad. Yeah, I'm not saying that they were, you know, bad in the movie i'm just saying that every character had a good amount of time except for some of them 
were in it a little bit less. But even out of them, they were still got a good amount of time. Yeah, I, you knew exactly what they wanted you to know about them. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, I'm just saying that out of them, that Mondo Gecko probably had the most like important role out of that group. Besides, probably because he's just the Superfly. biggest name because it's Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd's yeah. funny. The more he's talking, the more you're laughing. So that's better. Yeah, so True. that was good. And there was a scene towards the end that I did not expect. To me, I see it more like a Spider-Man moment where like New York starts helping oh, the yeah. turtles. Yeah, that was a big... I like the guy thing. in the taxi. That was awesome. Someone please take this bag. <laughs> yeah, I love... And you know what? why I love that so much was because when it first... A lot of times that stuff ends up being super cringe. And I was expecting it to be cringe when he's like, get this to my sons. And the pizza guy starts running. I'm like, if this pizza guy runs this Dodges. shit down this whole street and just gives it to them, that's going to be so stupid. But no. That is going to be dodging cars and yeah. stuff. But the other mutants actually come in and help the people. So it's like the people and the mutants. It's not just some normal ass guy somehow being amazing. It's mutants yeah, and mixed with people. It's like an Avengers Endgame, uh, like the gauntlet run yeah, thing. Like they that's have what that I little, was saying. That little uh, canister that they have to get in order to like, like a hand superfly. Yeah, so like all the humans and all the mutants are working together and uh, to get the turtles the little canister to throw it into, the, into superfly the to bring it back to normal. <laughs> the blow. Yeah. They have the Attack on Titan reference. I don't really know it, but that's how I they guess some people know would know that. Yeah, do you see Donnie had a Gojo sticker on his staff? I didn't know what that was, no. Do you even watch that, Bert? No. Jujitsu. Kaizen. JJK? Oh yeah. I did watch that. How do you forget who Gojo is? <laughs> I just didn't remember. Well, Donnie has a Gojo sticker on his staff. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, they do definitely focus on Attack on Titan out of like the big anime. I guess because they just had a huge. It's over now, so Attack on Titan just wrapped up recently and it had a pretty hype season. So that makes sense. Yeah. And then they threw Gojo in just because season two of JJK just came out. I like. Um. I know we said that Splinter kind of like nobody was like a super big fan, but I did like. How this is like the first time I've heard the turtles call him dad as much as they did. Like sometimes mm-hmm. Mikey does it in other movies or in the TV yeah, shows. Yeah, it is usually just Mikey. But they all call him dad. And I think like that decision makes you kind of like feel for Splinter more. Like he has that scene where he throws them a surprise party where it's like he has all the, the cutouts of like Chris Pine and Chris Pratt and Chris Evans, <laughs> Every all the Chris's. Chris but Hemsworth. And he's trying to like show them like, yeah, this is I can give you guys a human experience. Like, I'll be your waiter. Come here, have the human restaurant experience. And then they kind of just bail on him. And he's just left there in the sewer by himself. Yeah, it was really sad. You really feel for Splinter because he's not just like completely against what they want. Like he wants them to be happy. But at the same time, he tries to stop them from going out and wants them to be safe. So you kind of relate to him. Yeah, he just wants to keep him safe. He just has a misguided view for the first bit of the movie. But it's somewhat warranted because he had horrible experiences with people, so. Yeah. Like he yeah, almost he did get attacked true. by humans. Yeah, both that's times he was true, out yeah. there he was attacked, so. And um trying to think what else. Splinter as a dad I liked. He has his super like epic fight scene too where he goes in and he just fucks shit up. 
Oh my god. That I think that, that probably so was cool. the best fight scene of the whole movie, honestly. Splinter and the fact that he used all of their weapons. Yeah, I, just I thought was say, awesome. that was cool. Yeah, the turtles all get captured and they finally pay off like a, a long running joke throughout the movie of like Splinter <laughs> telling them if they ever Giving get milk. caught by humans, they're gonna be milked. I thought that joke was so annoying after like the second time, but then when they actually got milked, I was like, now it's funny. In retrospect, <laughs> it's funny again. How did yeah. it go from funny to annoying to funny again? Yeah, so Splinter, he was right. If you get captured by humans, they're going to milk you for your blood. Yeah, with the, well, it was like the the Milkinator the, or the something. Mega, the yeah, Milkinator 2000. Yeah, the Mega Milker 2000 or something yeah, like Mega that. Yeah, Mega Milker 2000. That's what they used to call Vert back in high school. <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> um, but yeah, Splinter goes in and he saves them. He kind of just busts in there and starts kicking he ass. He has the best fight scene of the whole show, I think. Yeah, he just 1v40s with like a bunch of um, yeah. guards. And, fucks and he them uses up. all four of their weapons. The size, the sword, the staff, and the nunchucks. And a random office chair. Yes, he uses everything. <laughs> Great. He. It's good to see that because... Like Splinter is kind of like overly jokey in this. He's not as serious as he normally is. But that scene, you're like, okay, Splinter's still a badass. I still respect him. You see how the turtles got their skill. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what saves Splinter for me. Because they make him out to be kind of like goofy and dumb and like a joke. But then he goes in there and he kicks ass. So I was like, okay, I can get behind the Splinter as a dad thing because he's still a badass. Yeah, great. He has the best fight scene in the show by far for me. Yeah, he does. Uh, what else? Uh, I re- I liked April. I thought April was good. She has her yeah, little mean, arc where she's uh has like the anxiety because she wants to be a reporter and she's afraid to be in the camera. They have the whole puke joke. That was uh, hilarious. She overcomes her anxiety finally and is able to turn the tide in the final battle because the whole city has turned on the turtles, thinking that they're working with Superfly. And so everybody's afraid of them and thinks they're monsters. And then April gets on like the TV and is like, no, no, no. The turtles are trying to help us. It's this guy that's the bad guy. The other mutants just need help. She set and, the story straight. Yeah, and then that's when the New York rallies behind the turtles and, and Splinter, and they do the little gauntlet run and help them out. Yeah. I That reminds me of something now that you're talking about April. I have two things to say about April. So first of all, I think this is the only movie that has the perfect amount of April. There is not too much April. Thank God. Because there is a perfect amount of April. She's in it enough to matter, but not in it so much that you're like, damn, I want to see the turtles again. Yeah, I agree. Uh, But this is a Ninja Turtles pet peeve that I have that goes into more than just this movie. I am pissed that April is now three for four on the brothers. (laughs) Yeah, Leo has Why does, April. Leo has now liked her. Donnie has liked her, and Mikey has liked her. None of them should like her. I don't like that whole thing. Yeah, it's always yeah, weird. Yeah, it's weird. So, so it, luckily, it wasn't like a huge someone. focus, so it's not too bad. I just hope it like <clears throat> kind of drops off and isn't a big deal because it just makes it like feel kind of weird. Yeah. I kind of I like how they meet April too because it shows their first fight scene and all that, but it's kind of like a callback to the comics and like all the OG TV shows and stuff, uh, where they always end up meeting her because she's in trouble and she ends up like needing help. 
they just meet her on the side yeah, of the this street. time they freaking bodied her with a ninja star yeah uh what else should we talk about talked about the milking talked about april uh how about we just talk about the art style for a little bit well it's because like we kind of mentioned not, it not the animation style but the actual designs i'm saying so i like the designs for e- the most yeah part an example much. for me is i think that superfly super duper fly looked so cool mm-hmm that was, All the that was awesome. Did you look at Super Duper Fly? And you like saw the little animals on him? They yeah, were all the moving still. Giraffe and Norwals. The eyes are so creepy and I love it. Oh, speaking of eyes, one thing I thought was super cool. The first time that we see the turtles, uh, their eyes are whited out. And Leo's giving that like, oh, it's yeah. the trailer. In, yeah. in relation to the comics. Yeah, so it's comics... kind of like how we first saw them in the comics because their eyes are whited out and... It's like it's supposed to feel like super dark. He's talking in his Batman voice. And I all have that. that comic actually. I've read it. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it gives like that dark feel, and then boom, you get into it. and It's like we got to find Gogurt. Um, Gogurt. <laughs> there was one other thing I wanted to say. Well, first, let me finish off the designs thing. I think that everyone's design was perfect except for Raph. I wouldn't make him as massive. And this is just a personal thing. It's not a huge... Like, both of these things don't matter. It's not the difference between an 8 or a 9 or anything. But I'm just not a fan of the full head-covered bandana. That's just... Yeah. I usually like it just the eyes, but it's not a big deal. I like they have hair anyways. Yeah, Just a little thing. I mean, like, if you're able to complain about little things like that, that means the movie was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else is there to say? Do you have anything, Bert? Not really. You're kind of hitting it all. We talked. Being about, we talked about the final fight. We talked about the Leo leader moment. Like that was a big one. Great moment. And even Raph acknowledges him too in that moment when he steps up as a leader. Yeah. Raph's like, "Hey, you actually sounded like a leader for once." And then Leo freak Leo freaks out. And he's like, "Oh my god, I did." Yeah, and you ruined like, it. Never mind. You suck. Um, here's something that I think was like a, a small conflict for a second that was pretty cool. When they first run into Superfly and the gang, I don't know what they're called, but they run into them and they're actually cool, you know? Like, it's not like they're just bad guys. They're yeah, they, cool. they, just, they go hang to, out with each other. They go bowling. Yeah, they go bowling with uh, mutants and Superfly and they learn like their backstory and they learn what why they're trying to do what they do, and then they finally figure out that they're going to kill all the humans. And then it kind of sets them up against each other. Well, before the kill humans part, I don't think the turtles mind it. They're like, yeah, we're going to mutate all the animals. And they're like, okay, but what about the humans? And that's what turned them. Like, I think they had, not for, obviously, once he's like, oh, we're going to kill all the humans, they were like, no. But I think at first, there was a, a small conflict for them. Like, should we even stop him? Like, who cares, you know? But obviously, more, once more he friends for us. once he says the kill humans thing, they're like, "Okay, we'll stop him." No, if you think about it, like, what would happen if every single? Because he said in the movie, like every flea. Yeah. So what would probably insect, happen is that ants would rule the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, they would have to. There are just so many of them. Yeah. But I just thought it was cool how. 
and I guess that actually builds to the the change of sides of all of the non superfly mutants. That's what I love. It shows, There's no it shows like, stereotypical all of them, villain. Yeah, it shows that all of them are just trying to, you know, have fun, live a life, be okay. Yeah, the other guys but were before cool the with end. just living in the sewer <laughs> with Splinter and the Turtles. Yeah. And even he, when they were running away from like Superfly with the machine part, and like they were trying to stop him, they were like, listen, he's not going to be as cool as we are about this. That's true, yeah. That yeah, was a, they they're like, that. They're like, you got to stop now or he's going to get pissed, pretty much. And that's, like, You that's, think we're being mean? Wait until he gets here. Yeah, you can see from early on that they don't want to... They're not really fully on board, but they just think they got to be, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, they don't think... The Gecko even says it. He's like... No, I don't want to help you. We didn't think that we had a choice before, but it turns out we do. Yeah, he's like, I didn't even know there was another option. <laughs> yeah, but, I think uh, that's great. I love that about great. it. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is is such a good movie. And then I don't know, like I feel like dialogue never feels pointless. Like they say things and it gets followed up on, you know? Yeah, it always does. Splinter has that line about I got the only way to be safe is for you to listen to me. And then Superfly ends up doing it. Splinter realizes, holy shit, I'm just like this guy. I can't be like that. Mm-hmm. Leo and April or like have Bert the was saying with the uh, with the guys being like, hey, he's not gonna be cool. That comes back. Yeah, yeah everything. Like the second back. they say that, it cuts to him in like a sports car, like <laughs> like screw it, and then he just punches the gas and like rams into them. I think this is one of those movies that does a perfect balance. Of being great for kids, but good for like adults, young adults as well. You know, like you can go in and watch it and be like, oh, fun action, funny jokes, you know, whatever. But then you can go in and actually watch it, pay attention and be like, wow, this is pretty deep as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's, it has There's a heart. Lot to look There's at. a lot of heart in the movie. You, you really feel for the turtles. You feel for Splinter. Uh, it really makes you feel like the emotions that everybody is going through and you can relate to them because everybody just wants to be accepted at the end of the day and i think like a a big part of the movie when like new york finally accepts them and everything it's kind of a play on our own society too being like if they can accept these teenage mutant ninja turtles and all these mutants then how come people can't just get along with each other did you guys notice as well i'm not sure if i this might be something that i invented in my mind but i'm pretty sure i saw something online about this hopefully i'm not just like making a dream reality here but i think i saw somewhere that in the movie they intentionally make humans like very non-symmetrical so if you like look at any person in the universe of that movie they're not like really attractively symmetrical or anything because it's like yeah everyone's fucked up in some way yeah i could see that. that that's cool some of them, their eyes are like fucked up or they have like lopsided heads and stuff. Yeah. I did notice but that. But it's, I, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be an intentional thing because it's like, look, there's mutants, there's people, like, who cares? You know, everyone's something. Everybody's a little weird in their own way. I think that that kind of covers it for the movie. I don't really think we've, we pretty much went through the whole plot and everything. Yeah. Basically, all you need to know is that you should go see it and then you should see it again. Because yeah, go, it's awesome. Go, go support and the we movie. want a trilogy. Yeah, go support it. Go watch it. It's awesome. I gave it a 9 out of 10. You guys gave it 8s. 
it's near we'll perfect. definitely be getting back to you guys on the paramount plus series when that comes yeah, out whenever that's we'll out do. we'll definitely cover that for sure we have to hopefully we can recommend that too but you know Fingers paramount's kind of rough on the shows so we'll see yeah. all right i think that's a good time to transition to uh some turtle music the, the movie itself had good music the soundtrack's pretty good there's it nothing like music, iconic but it yeah, it wasn't like very turtley. It was there was a lot of Ice Cube, obviously Ice Cube's in the movie. Um, you get a brief uh, cameo of the Vanilla Ice "Go Ninjas Go Ninjas Go" song from the TMNT two movie. But yeah, that besides that, up. there's no like turtle songs. It's mostly just like it's good music, but it's not like a an iconic turtle song. Besides that one. Unless I'm yeah, forgetting. I agree. I don't know. No, I think I agree. Um, we have a we each made a top five list for our top five turtle theme songs. Uh, if you guys want to go ahead and go through those now, go from bottom to top though. I like working our way to one. Yeah, I don't want to start. I'll go first. So my number five. Now everything on my top five is good. Like I like. So it's not like five is bad. You know, there's bad ones. They're not on this list. My number five isn't actually from a show. It's from the Shredder's Revenge game, the intro song, which is like a remix of the original 83 cartoon. 83, right? It's 83 or 84, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's a remix of that one in the Shredder's Revenge game. That's my number five, you know, the the original, you know? And then number four Mm -hmm. is the original. I think it's slightly (laughs) better than the remix. Okay. Then my number three is the 2003 season one intro. Okay. Stay with mm-hmm. me here because I know mine are all very similar. Because my number two is the 2003 season four intro. Now that's the one where is it's first. Uh, the first verse is the same as the season one one. But then the second verse changes instead of being about their ninja skills. It's specific to each one. So it starts going like Leonardo is this, you know, Donatello machines, whatever. It goes through all of them. And then my number one, I went back and forth for one and two. I wasn't sure if it was going to be the 2003 season four intro or this one. But I settled on putting the TMNT 2012 one, the rapping one, as my number one. I just think it's such a surprise banger. It's so good. I've been listening to it on my way to work. I've been listening to yeah. it all the time. It's awesome. It's just a, it's just like, what a bop, you know? Yeah, I like mm-hmm. those. Those are good picks. Is that your list? All Is right, that number one? Yeah, that's all of mine. So whoever's right, next. I'll do, I'll do mine. Number five, I have from the 2003 show, the Foot Clan theme. You know, like whenever the foot ninjas show up, it's not like there's, it's not like a, it's just an instrumental. I think that's pretty iconic. I like, I've always liked that one. Um, number four, I've got the 2012 show, the one that you just, I think you said it was your top. My one. number one, yeah. Yeah, I've got that one. Uh, number three, I just looked it up. It's not 84 that that one came out. It's 87, but I have that okay. 87 from the Red Sky years. That's when like the show got like more darker and yeah. intense. It's basically the same as the OG, but just slightly different. 
And then I have the original 1987, the OG theme that everybody knows if you hear it. Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. I have that good one. one. Uh, we bopped that all the way to the movie theater when we went. Yeah. And then <laughs> we did. I have the one that I remember as a kid that I grew up watching, the 2003 show, specifically the one from 2004 when they like name drop all the turtles. That's the best one in my opinion. Yeah, that's my number two. Yeah, that's my favorite. Bert, go ahead Bert, and give me yours. Round us out. So my number five is like just like um I like when they disappear like in the like cartoon. Like Which the noise. one? I don't the know how to describe one? the 2003 one. Okay, yeah. Like when, like, you know the name like, of the when they just disappear like ninjas. They're like they're just gone. Oh, the ninja. Theme. Like the, okay, yeah, yeah. The da 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 one. Right? Yeah. And then my number four, I put the game intro. The Shredder's Revenge. Thought one? It was, yeah, like it. I it was like pretty it, good. Like my number three is I don't know which year it came out, but it's the Nickelodeon show. Twenty twelve. The MNT twenty twelve one. That intro I loved growing up. That was what like number the one two? I just remember. Number three. Okay. Okay. My number two. Is the 2003 season one intro? Let's go! I love that it's, one. It's my. It's one of my favorites. It's such. I love a... singing it. <laughs> it's like a good one minute song, and it's just fun to sing. It is fun. to and sing. And then my number one is the Ninja Rap song. Oh, Ninja, Ninja Rap! Go, go Ninja, Ninja! Go, go Ninja, Ninja! Go, go Ninja! Go Ninja! Go! So oh good. my god! I can't believe it. We. I should have. I probably could have put Ninja Rap on mine instead of having two of the 2003 yeah. A couple ones. honorable mentions I had was Ninja Rap, and then I had Shredder's theme from the 2003 song. Those are like my honorable mentions that I left that off That's the one that goes, oh, yo, or something like that? <laughs> I think it ends with that or something. Oh, but yo. it's like menacing, and like there's always lightning going off whenever Shredder. Yeah, I just remember one ending. Yeah, like I One has a that. yo on it somewhere. I, like, I remember that so clearly. I'm not sure what it is specific, but I think it's Shredder's. Something like that, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I think that uh, mostly wraps up our turtle talk. Um, basically, all you need to know, though, is go see the movie, like we said. Um, we'll move on from turtles now just to a quick wrap-up. Listen up. to the music, too. Yeah, listen to the music, too. We'll move on to a quick wrap-up, you know, our our routine thing of what everyone's been up to. Um, we've been We've been working on the mics quality so hopefully that's doing better let us know what you guys think yeah thank you for everybody that uh watched the barbenheimer episode uh it's all it did better obviously than the first one and yeah. sorry my getting, mic was very messed up <laughs> still getting and we're getting i think we're getting a lot more like confident with speaking i personally i mean i haven't looked at the recording obviously but just from what i'm hearing i think this one is sounding a lot better so Thanks for sticking with us if you are listening to this after the Barbenheimer one and you didn't just drop the show completely. <laughs> yeah, and thanks nice to know you're still thank here. Thank you for everybody that uh, responded to the Q&A and then the the poll. You're welcome. Also. So, I, know <laughs> I actually don't have a, a Spotify account. We had a few people that did do that. So that was cool to see. And I, I, I can't really respond on those. I can create one comment so I can like respond to one. If but, you do uh, want to we, be we responded will read them to, all. though, check out the YouTube channel because that's like an easier spot to respond directly to people. Yeah, if you want to leave like an actual comment, you can always look it up on YouTube. The Salt Cast, all one word. Um, we should start uploading there more. 
consistently yeah. soon. We're trying to figure out a, a video solution for it to be more engaging. So Yeah, we're Hopefully. working on the video, uh, like the, the visualization of the audio. So we're trying to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, just trying to make it more interesting to watch. But I mean, you at, at the very least, you can still listen to it there. And if you want to interact with us, it's like the easiest place to. All right, as far as what's what else is new for me, the Loki season two trailer just dropped a little. Well, the, I saw that. one of the final trailers for Loki season two. It looks pretty oh, good. I'm excited one. about it. It's like top two for my MCU shows, the Disney Plus shows. So hopefully it's good. Fingers I've crossed. Been di- I've been disappointed lately. So <laughs> hopefully it's uh, good. I'm praying that it's good. Uh, it's not good to hear since he's telling us to watch a show and now he's like, I was pretty disappointed in it. Yeah, yeah I was very I'm disappointed. scared to watch it. You guys got to watch Secret Invasion. But So here's actually just an update for an idea we had for the show in general. We'll get back to the personal updates in a second. But we wanted to do this thing where we like give each other homework of things to nothing super long or anything, but something to watch that we can then talk about on the next show. For example, like me and Bert watch a lot of anime and he doesn't, Alex. So, you know, we're thinking we'll give him a an anime or something to to watch. And yeah. You know, so I've been given an anime that. homework that I have to try and watch. And then he's given us the homework to... Secret Invasion. Yeah, watch Secret Invasion, which I'm getting more scared of by the day because now he's saying it's disappointing. So yeah. that's good to hear. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait to get invested I, in I something have, bad. I have a new ranking of the shows, which will save uh, my ranking for like a future episode, but... Save it yeah, for after it, we finish Secret Invasion. Yeah, we can do I, like I'm just going to tell you now, it's not very high, so... Oh, can't wait to watch it. <laughs> yeah, brace yourself. Uh, but for those anime people, we're putting them on something actually good. Spy X Family or Spy Family. Yeah. You're not supposed to say the X or they like beat you up and say you're a fake fan. Yeah, just for reference, I've never watched a single anime in my life. So this will be a Well, you've seen Avatar. That's almost an anime. I guess. It's not technically, but it's like the only the Western medium. thing. That people consider, but it's more like, mainstream, it's like regular, like everybody's seen Avatar, like a lot of people. Well, that's because it's, no. it's it's an American show, so it's not a a Japanese thing, which yeah, is it's why it's mainstream. not technically anime. But it's like that show that people watch, and then they they get into anime from there. It's the same or similar art style. Well, yeah. I'll watch it. And I'll give form of content. Anyway, sorry for the interruption. Back to your what you've been up to. Basically, Loki yeah. is what Loki he said. Loki season and two. Then... Hopefully, that's good. And then uh, Blue Beetle's coming out. Also in this, I'm month, excited for that. I'm excited for that. But I've also heard bad things about that. So it's supposed to be like the f- like a fresh start to the DCU. It's no longer the DCEU. Now that James Gunn has taken over, uh, James Gunn worked on all the Guardians films for Marvel. He did uh, the newer Suicide Squad movie, which is. A lot of people like that. The one that's okay. Yeah, I think he worked on the Peacemaker series also, which a lot I of heard that was good, like. but I haven't seen it. But yeah, so Blue Beetle will probably cover that. I really like the actor too, because yeah. I'm a big fan of Cobra Kai and he's like the main of the kids. So Yeah. I don't have high expectations cool. for Blue Beetle, but we'll cover it just because it's kinda in our wheelhouse of things that we watch as far as like the comic book stuff. So We'll watch it and we'll we'll give our opinions. That's pretty much all I got. 
Bert? I saw Haunted House. Mansion. Mansion. Oh, Sorry, man, I have heard bad things about that movie. I actually liked it. Oh. I didn't think it was terrible. Haven't seen it, but I do want to see it. It's currently flopping right it was now pretty... at the box office. So. Hey, here's a question well, for you. I'm okay with the spoiler. And anyone else, mm-hmm. spoilers for Haunted Mansion, I guess now. Is Eddie Murphy in it? I don't think so. You don't know who Eddie Murphy is, do you? I need to Google his face one moment. I don't think he is. No, he's not. Who, oh, well, that's um, are you looking oh, up? No, his, I don't think he is. Picture? Yeah, I don't remember seeing him. What do you think Damn, the box was... office for Haunted Mansion was? I know, but I just want to know what you guys oh, think. Oh, I don't know numbers. Or not the box office, the budget. Oh, budget? Probably like movie, so. 100 million. More than Turtles, really? Probably. Danny DeVito's in it. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, so let's look at, for reference, Um, what's it called? What did we just see? Oppenheimer, 100 million. Barbie, 140 million or 45, something like that. Turtles, that sounds gonna be more. 70. And Spider-Verse, 100. All right, we'll say 200. I'm just going to guess 70. It's 150. All right. So oh, it's, really... it's the highest budget, and it's probably going to be another Disney It's definitely plot. not the best. I will say that. Literally any of the other movies were better. <laughs> Damn. But it's But okay. I do think it's a good movie. It's def- Do you want to know my number, or do you want me to hold it? Yeah, go, go give it to us, because we're not going to review that I think that it's a six. I think it's a very solid six. All right, so it's okay. probably about a five. Yeah, it's probably a five for you guys, but for me, it's a six. Sounding like a four for me. I thought Barbie was a six. So, yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. Watch it. And tell me what you think. I will watch it. All right, I'll what let else you guys you got, know. Bert? Um, I think that's about it. I I go back to school soon. Yeah, sucks. I mean, yeah. no. All right, Sebastian, what do you got? I have a couple things. I finished Buddy Daddies. Neither of you have seen that show. But basically, since you're about to start Spy's Family, Spy Family, sorry, this is a good time to uh, kind of give you an idea. Uh, Buddy Daddies is the worst version of that. <laughs> it's basically the same premise, except not as funny. The little girl isn't as cute. And... For some reason, at the end, it gets super dark. (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, It's not bad, though. It was good. Uh, It's just one season, and then it wraps up. So I I like those animes where you don't have to just keep freaking watching endlessly. So I like to get an ending, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was okay. Maybe like a six. Yeah, probably like a six. It was okay. okay. There's no spy family, though. Uh, my second thing, I am thinking about possibly starting a Cursed Halo playthrough. Mm, I've I, heard about this. I really wanted... I've done one already, actually, of Halo 1. I have not done one of Halo 3. Basically, for anyone who doesn't know what Cursed Halo is, um, Halo, it's a video game. It's a, most people know what a that TV is. Show. It shouldn't be. <laughs> uh yeah so cursed halo is basically every weapon vehicle grenade 
AI, everything in the game is just like replaced to do something random and weird that's just supposed to be chaotic, okay? So it just ends up being so funny and just insane to play through when you throw a grenade and it just has some random effect. Like sometimes it could set off a nuke. Sometimes it plays the Roblox oof sound. Sometimes it just oof. like spawns a bunch of jackal snipers. There's just so many things that can happen. And I want to do one with Bert. Maybe get Alex to play some levels or something too. Yeah. I think it's a great experience. It's so fun. Besides, I want to try modded Halo. Never done it. It's so fun. Especially Cursed Halo. Besides that, I guess I'm going to start Secret Invasion probably next week sometime. Uh, I'll probably start it when you start it. So, yeah, so that I'm ready. Or at least started by the next episode so we can say something about it. He'll probably start Spy Family, at least have a couple episodes in, maybe the first season. Yeah, I'll and probably then start it. We'll give updates on that in the next episode. Besides that, not much. That's it. I'll probably pick up another anime soon because I'm now that I've finished Buddy Daddies, I don't have anything that I'm currently watching as far as anime. So I'll be looking for another one of those. I'll let you guys know next week. Next not next week, but two weeks from now on the next show. What anime I decided to pick up. Most likely I will have picked up and dropped two or three different ones before finding one that I like. Yep. All right. I think that's That's part of the process. I think that's it for this episode. Awesome. Takeover. Thanks for listening. There we go. We got it right. First time we said listening, not watching. Yep. (laughs) So thank you for listening. Um, yeah, I think tell that, us who your favorite turtle is. Oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious. Gonna, I'll leave a poll in the for this video in Spotify. Let us know. I'll leave the poll Put and Casey I'll leave it, an option. I'll, I'll leave a poll for <laughs> all the turtle characters. So go ahead and respond yeah, to that, yeah, and I'll, I'll see if I can leave a Q and A also, like the last time. So yeah, like right, Bert said, it. thanks for listening. Go see Keep the movie, salty, guys. Yes, go see the movie. <laughs> Michelangelo is a party dude.